you ask what you can do for your country. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Like that's emotional lucky. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I pledge to every citizen of our land that I will be president for all Americans. And this is so important to me. You've just tuned in to the greatest podcast nobody's ever heard of. DNR Radio. This upcoming Sunday, February 26th, our country will make monumental decisions that will shape our nation's history forever. You have the opportunity, know the obligation to be a part of these decisions. We cannot pretend that one vote counts more than the other. All of your voices must be heard. Go, go now to snowflakeawards.com to vote. Vote for the best snowflake meltdown, best hypocrite, snowflake of the year, and more. All on snowflakeawards.com. Our country and I am counting on you to make the difference. The Blaze presents the Snowflake Awards. Sunday, February 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Only on The Blaze. Oh, Tommy Laren, I will do whatever you ask of me. Hey, welcome to DNR Radio. I'm Russ's Dark Side. What's up, brother? Uh, so that was an actual advertisement for the Snowflake Awards. I can't, I can't wait to watch the that. The first ever Snowflake Awards. That's going to be fantastic. Uh, hosted by The Blaze, which is uh, a popular news site. A little, little right-leaning, I, I would think. No. So uh, <laughs> so we went and looked it up. Snowflakeawards.com comes mm-hmm. up as The Blaze, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can actually vote on these snowflakes. So uh, before we do anything, you know, I don't even want to know how your week was yet. <laughs> we, we need to get, this is very important stuff right now. We need to get our votes for the Snowflake Awards, out of the way. Okay, we're going to okay. go through all the... We're going to go through them right now. There's five okay. categories. All right. We're going to go through them, right? So, uh, Best Snowflake. All right, six mm-hmm. nominees, uh, and they are Michael Moore, mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus, mm-hmm. Deborah Messing, Lena Dunham, Colin Kaepernick, and Amy Schumer. Those are the six nominees for Best Snowflake. Best Snowflake. So, uh, in in my estimation, I would I would lean uh, towards Amy Schumer. I am totally with you on that. One hundred percent, we you agree. Know, I, I don't think Colin Kaepernick should be on there for best snowflake. No, he's, you know, he's I I really don't know if he's a snowflake or well, yeah, he's a snowflake, but he's he's you know, I think he's, he's of the lesser degree, a dry, fluffy, not really the heavy type, right. Anti-American, uh, maybe snowflake. Uh, Miley's an idiot. She's just yeah, stupid. She's Lena Dunham's just insane. Yeah, she uh, she couldn't eat anymore after the election. Or, right. Well, you know, but meanwhile, she ate her sister. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Michael Moore ate both of them. Oh, and there's the line. <laughs> right. And then and then Deborah Messing. Uh, you know, she really hasn't done anything notable as a snowflake. But Amy, or professionally, she, I don't I don't even well, know who Deborah years, Messing is. Not in years. She was on a show, Will and Grace, back in the day. But, I never watched it. Uh, Amy Schumer is is the, I think, best snowflake. Yeah, so I think she'll gonna, get it, hands down. We're going to click on that one there. Oh, and, we voted. And she was in the lead there. So. All right. So the best hypocrite. Hmm. Uh, once again, Michael Moore is in it. Don Cheadle, George Lopez, Jimmy Buffett, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Matt Damon. Huh. That's... 
Michael I, Moore's not, you know, he didn't hypocrite. He came out, I think, sarcastically for Trump uh, back before the election yeah. and then, and, you know, blasted him ever since. Uh, Don Cheadle's just stupid. <laughs> uh, uh, George Lopez. Uh, I think uh, I got nothing on this one. I don't think Matt Damon was a hypocrite. I don't know. I mean, at least he offered to sit down with the president and talk to him. Well, for whatever reason, you know, a guy, a guy that says that it's okay to uh, have the government come into your house and take your guns while making all those born movies. That's that's the hypocritical factor. Matt Damon, it is. Yeah. (laughs) Top left, my friend. Top left. Uh, Let's see. And oh, Michael Moore is in the lead on that one. Yeah. The best foe humanitarian. Hmm. I think that would be all. Michael of them. Moore's in this one again, as well as uh, Fifty Cent, uh, Mark Ruffalo, uh, George Clooney, and Sean Penn. Now, I'm not going to go with Sean Penn on this one because he he actually is humanitarian. Right. All right. He he doesn't fake it. He's not out there pretending to be humanitarian. He's 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 as left as left can go. Mm-hmm. But he does go and try to help people in third world nations. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna knock somebody for helping somebody. He actually does. Right. Um, Fifty Cent, he does at times uh, try to help. Some, so is to me is between Clooney and Ruffalo. See, I don't know much about Ruffalo. I'll say you know uh, Clooney. <laughs> He's just one of those Hollywood elitists that lives uh, in a big house behind a wall. Yeah. You know, I I, I would go with him. I'll, 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 I'll acquiesce. Yeah. I, will, I don't. I, will well, do I don't that. know who Mark Ruffalo is. This guy yeah. could be the biggest humanitarian hypocrite nah, in the not, world. I, I don't so know. let's go Clooney, and right. uh, Clooney is in the lead on that one. All right, so I'm on to something here. So the oh. best meltdown. Oh. oh, this is this is gonna this is gonna be good. I'm 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 liking where this is going. All right. So the nominees are Chuck Schumer, Deborah Messing, Sarah Silverman, Chelsea Handler. Sheila LaBeouf, Jimmy Kimmel, the female NYU professor, or the Trigglypuff girl? Yeah, that's oh, a tough one. That is. That's a tough one. Oh, God, this is hard. I mean, uh, Sarah Silverman's been making herself look like a total jackass. Yeah, but she's, she has, I don't think weeks. she's melted down, right? No, no. LaBeouf is melted down. He's melted pretty good. He, he's, but so is Trigglypuff. Hmm. Hmm. Chelsea Handler. Now she just made herself look. She stupid just made herself too. look stupid, right? Huh. Schumer crying, whining. You know, we'll talk about his crying later on. But, yeah. Uh, I think it's between Trigglypuff and and Labouf, and and Trigglypuff. That was just funny to watch. Yeah. I mean, you're just an absolute yeah. Yeah, meltdown. I, but, go with that one. Yeah. I think I'm go Trigglypuff. Yeah. And no, it's uh, actually Shia Labouf. Yeah. In in the lead on that one. Okay. The best. PC effort, the best politically correct effort. Huh. Uh, Moby, Donald Sutherland, Rob Reiner, Iggy Azalea. Gar- I'm going with Donald Sutherland. I'm just going with, and 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 hear me out on this because I love the guy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Until he came out and said that he regrets ever being born white. Did he say that? He did. I'm sitting here looking at this. I'm like, what did Donald Sutherland do? Yes. I didn't know any of that. Oh, yeah. Did he really? He apologized for being born white. Really? He did. Oh, man. I liked him, too. That sucks. So as a snowflake, that PC effort, 
I I think's got to go to him. All right. And he's not in the lead there. Gary Johnson is. Okay. All right. You think outside the box. 20% agree with you. Okay. You guys can always feel free to hop on the blaze.com snowflake awards and, and cast your vote for the snowflakes of the year awards. Some interesting categories there. I can't wait to watch it. What is it? Five days away? This upcoming Sunday? This, this upcoming Sunday. <laughs> That's fantastic. Somebody posted that to my page on Facebook, a friend of mine, Andrea, and I didn't need... I, didn't hear about it. I was sleeping all day, and she had posted it to my page. I saw it when I woke up this afternoon, and it was Tommy Lauren, and I'm like, that is fantastic. I thought it was going to be a spoof, but uh, uh, apparently not. Apparently, they're putting some effort into this. They, they, Good for them. They actually have a, 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 an award there. I mean, they, they got awards. Yeah. Do you know if you go to that page, that Snowflake Award, you can buy one of the awards to give somebody? Right award there. somebody right award now. Somebody. Order a trophy. Order a trophy. Click on that. I wonder how much those are because I was going to get you one. Uh, I, I, I shove it so $12.50. Oh, that is fantastic. When's your birthday? <laughs> so the sales pitch is this trophy will look amazing in safe spaces everywhere. Aww. Have a triggered holier than now liberal in your life who needs some reassurance that everything will be okay? Give him or her a participation it, medal for the no, efforts says, in this no, election. No, no, no. It says give him. Her, it, insert pronoun of your choosing, <laughs> a participation. You got to make sure you hammer it out right to get all yeah. the politically crap, crap out of the way. That was good. Yeah. I'm gonna. When's your birthday? I'm not going to kiss my <laughs> ass. Oh, that's fantastic. So that, that was fun. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that. All right. Got that out of the way. So yeah. welcome to another episode of DNR Radio. Started off the right way, I think. Started <laughs> off on the right foot. I don't know how we could top that. How was your week? Uh, oh, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Dude, I've come to the conclusion that I do not belong in public in any way, shape, or form. I think people have been telling you that for decades. Really? They have, too. <laughs> I do not do well in public. Like, I I almost melt down. <laughs> so, there we go. How bad was it? Oh, my God, dude. So, <clears throat> the old lady comes up with this brain fart of an idea. And it harkens me back to our conversation we had around Christmas time about redesigning the, the interior of your house. Right. So she she was on your your toy room kick. Yeah. We our center room in our house. It's actually, I mean, if you go by design and structure function of the house, I guess that was it, the dining. It room. was the dining room, formal dining room, and that's what we had before we had the other two kids. That's what it the was, DNR studio is. Right. It's the, the formal dining formal room. dining room that right. you transformed yourself. We transformed our formal dining room kind of into like a playroom, toy room, that type of thing. And uh, she she came up with, I, I don't know why. I really don't. I understand after the holidays, you get inundated with all these new toys and you got to go through all the old ones. It's a mess. It looks like crap for a while. But she came up with some brain fart idea of redesigning the toy room, the, the dining room area. And as of right now... It looks like IKEA vomited. It looks like IKEA just came over and took a big diarrhea spray all through all through this this A lot room. of Sweden going on. Unbelievable amount of Sweden going on. You know there's not many Swedish people that work down there, by the way? No, there isn't. The IKEA. They New just Haven. own it. Yeah. Yeah. They're just the owners. Yeah. But you know, to her credit, she investigated. She looked online, she looked through the catalogs. So it's not like she's dragged me down there like she has in the past and walked through all the different showrooms. Looking at swaths of carpet. Dude, if anybody's ever been to Ikea in New Haven, they corral you through there like like a herd of cattle. 
it's a big warehouse and it's there's multiple levels and you're going through this maze of furniture and everything. It's quite an experience. It's like the Stu Leonard's of furniture. It really is. Yeah, like how Stu Leonard's, they got you going in one they direction. funnel you one way only. Right. So basically it's the same thing, multiple levels. And, uh, you know, we've been there in the past and, and if you haven't been there, it's an experience. It's something you have to do at least once, bucket list. Go to Ikea and check out the crap. But uh, so she knows I don't do well with people. She knows I don't do well in public places, uh, with crowds particularly. So she had done some investigating and decided, okay, you know, I'm going to get this all hammered out before we even get there. Know what I want. I like that. Just get in, get it, get out. Make a list, get in, get it, get out. I like that. And she knows that that kind of tickles my fancy. I'm not a... Makes you putz. happy. Yeah, I don't putz around in stores. So we, we get down there, and as as we're going on the highway, you can look down and see Ikea off of 95. And I have never, ever, in all the times I've been there, seen it that packed from the freaking highway. <laughs> and I pointed out to her, I'm like, holy crap, look at all those cars. You, you, so you're already getting the precog oh, in your head. I'm already pre-pissed off. There's like I haven't even gotten off the highway exit and I'm already bent. I am completely irked. And she gives me the heads up. Do not make an ass out of yourself. Forewarned. <laughs> For before we even got off the exit. She's giving me a heads you up. You pointed it out, she pointed it out. Yeah. She do not do it this time. I'm With like clenched teeth and all. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't do I don't do nothing wrong. Did you have rugrats with you? We only had two of the three. The older one was uh, putzing around doing something. So we had the two young ones with us. So you had the seven and the five-year-old. Yeah, which is fine because when you get to Ikea, as soon as you walk in the door, there's like a little play area that you could check them in. So you can go do your shopping with without the kids. And you can check them in. I think it's like 45 minutes you have without them. For Ikea, that's not a lot of time. No. But it's still a little bit of a blessing in disguise. It started there. First of all, fighting to get a parking space, nightmare. We get into the store after probably 20 minutes of me bitching and moaning in the parking lot. We get into the store, and there's a line for the play area. And they're only allowed to have a certain amount in there at a time, so you have to wait for parents to come pick their kids up, cycle through and stuff. We're there for like 20 minutes waiting in line, 15, 20 minutes. And the whole time, I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm, I had my phone with me. So I'm sitting there battling back and forth, you know, trolling people on the internet, just trying to keep calm, trying to keep my wits about me. Trying to focus your energies elsewhere. But these little turds waiting in line behind me kept bumping me, kept bumping me. Now, I'm six foot four, 230 pounds, you know, and they, these little rat bastards kept bumping me. And I, I'm like, I got to remain calm. God, you know, but it got to a point where I literally almost, I turned around and I started, I didn't even look at the kids. I started eyeballing the mom that was in line behind us and I'm just like staring at her and she's two, three feet away from me and I'm just staring at her. I didn't even look at the kids and, and it was almost like a Jedi type of thing. Like I'm trying to <laughs> convey to her, keep your little bastards in line. You know what I'm saying? Like they keep hitting me, you know? And at first it's like, eh, well, it's a tight line. It is what it is. But, but every, you keep getting nudged and they're poking the bear and, I literally had to get out of line. I'm like, listen, you got this. I'll be standing over here. I went and found my own little safe space. Oh, <laughs> you know? No. Oh, man. Wah, wah, oh, wah, wah. So it just started off. It started off there. So that, I mean, I was already agitated, and then they're poking the bear. And okay, so you're in a place that you don't want to be. No. We're told that you need to be on your best behavior, despite the fact that you already see you're not going to be going in. Mm-hmm. 
online mm-hmm. and little future adults are bumping into you, causing you to reach the level that you knew you were going to reach yeah. before you even got there. Yeah. So okay. now I understand kids. You are kids. snowflake it. Wait, we didn't. No, we no, didn't no. hit the snowflake button Wait for your own second. safe space. I didn't snowflake. You it were for... getting mad at children being children. It wasn't a safe space for me. It was a safe space for them because I was losing it, dude. I wasn't. I wasn't taking myself out of the situation for my safety. I was. <laughs> I was about to snap. <laughs> you know, there was a line was being drawn. Listen, you little ass, you son of a bitch. I was like in. I was getting a little like a little irked. Oh. I, so I took the adult approach and I withdrew myself from a difficult situation. Can you give me well, freaking that, credit? You Thank you. you. Credit Good lord, dude, picking apart everything. But so she checks the kids in. I'm telling her while we're standing before I even left the line. I'm like, I'm, I looked right at her and apparently my volume when I show displeasure in public is a little higher than normal. So I looked at her right in the middle of this line, packed line, and I said, you know we're going to have to shower these kids off when we get home to get all the nastiness off of them from all these other little punks. And and she's like nudging. She's like, oh, my God, I thought she was going to kill me. And I'm like, well, I'm just saying. They get into these ball pits. They're like a cesspool. You know, all these kids get in there, pee, poop, whatever the heck they do, snots everywhere. It's a Petri dish of just every virus known to man. Yep. So I'm like, we're going to have to. And she's like, shut up. And I'm like, all right. You know, and that, at that point is when I took my leave. Well, it was a, it was a given at that point. It wasn't, yeah. didn't need to vocalize it. She knows what I'm up to. She knows what I'm going to say and what I'm about. She's been with me for long enough. She's dealt with this in public situations much harsher than this. So yeah. she freaking knew. I don't want to hear it. You knew. That's what it boils down to. So I withdraw myself. I take the adult approach. She checks the kids in. She comes over and she says, and now I'm, I'm expecting that we have to go up through this whole maze. Right. And she says, okay, well, we don't have to do that. If we just go in through the back way and I, I, everything I need is on the bottom level, we don't even have to go upstairs. And it's all right down towards right the end of the maze. Fantastic. Get in, get out. We're good. So we grab one of the carriages, which the carriages it's are a car, free, it's oh a big, it's yeah, like no. it's weird as hell. It's yeah. it's got no control. <clears throat> but we go in through the back way. And we're basically like salmon swimming up river. <laughs> like the whole flow is coming towards us. They're following the maze and we're going in through the back way. So we're like and I vote I said it like like 15 feet into the showroom area that we went into. And I'm like bumping into people. I'm excuse me, I'm sorry, we're going in the wrong way. I know we are, sorry. You know, she's tiny. She's just weaving and ducking and weaving. And I'm sitting there, big freaking lummox with a with a carriage, trying to weave through all these. And I, oh, I'm I like, wish I had the security tapes of this. I'm telling, I'm like, everybody, I'm telling everybody, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm bumping into people. I'm like, yeah, I know we're freaking salmon here. Just I'm so, keep swimming. Oh, just my keep God. Swimming. Like, upstream. I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, are, okay, so are we freaking done yet? We didn't even have anything in the carriage. And I'm like, are we done? Can we get the hell out of here? We, we get to where we needed to. I mean, there's a long story, but we get we get all the stuff in the carriage we need to, and it's time to turn around and go back out. And I'm like, okay, we're going to get into the draft here. We're going to get into the flow of all it's the just traffic. merging on just a highway. Merge back in. We're going to be good with that. And I kind of like merge in to an area that I thought was cool. And some guy hits me with his carriage. And I turn around. He didn't even say Sorry. I mean, so I'm already like up at a top level of anger and distaste for the public. And I'm just like looking at the guy waiting for him to say sorry. And he's just like looking at me. I'm like, you know, you bumped me. 
And he just kind of nodded his head. Come to find out afterwards, you know, once we got into the flow, he didn't speak English. He was like uh, German or something like that. So (laughs) it's a whole array of people that go down there. It's the melting pot of, of the world, basically. I mean, you'll find them from all walks, races, creeds, everything. I mean, they hop the border just to come to the New Haven un- IKEA. Unbelievable amount of people un- from every walk of life, and it's fantastic to check out. I mean, if you're a people watcher, IKEA is where to go. So we're back in line, and we're walking out. You know, the following the flow of traffic to go to where the checkout where registers, the registers are. are right. And it's like sheep. It's like sheep to the slaughter. I mean, everybody, and I'm standing there, and the whole time. So I start doing this. I start going. Bah, bah. <laughs> just like that like real loud too like meh meh and I, all of a, stuff like that all of a sudden like i have pain in my ribs right here from where <laughs> she starts like nudging me shut the f up she's like shut up like what did you expect see i start mooing i do the herd of cattle thing. oh do you yeah. no i just started sheeping out i'm like meh <laughs> People are turning around looking at me like, what the hell's going on? And I'm just like looking at we them. We got a like, water brain in line. Yeah, I'm like, man. This dude's going to go start licking the windows. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that basically, it, oh God, that was my weekend in a nutshell. Going to a place I didn't want to go to, spending money I didn't want to spend, uh, redesigning a room I didn't want to redesign. Basically, every ounce of control was, was stripped from me, and I was told I had to behave. Which it just doesn't kind of kind of need to be controlled that way. Oh God, I know. I don't know how I've gone this long without getting arrested. <laughs> I have no idea. Public you have friends in high places. Public nuisance. I was so happy to get out of there, though. <laughs> but then when we got out, she bought this this desk table for the computer, and she wanted it in black, a black finish. And I'm loading it into the car. And uh, I, I happen to see one of the edges is kind of lifted on the packaging a little bit, and it was white. And I'm like, oh, crap. So I'm thinking to myself, I know she wanted black. Do I tell her? Do I say something? Yeah, do I I've say been something? There. Do I say something or I keep quiet and then convince her to keep it once we get home? Right. Um, but I, I knew I knew it wasn't going to happen. It wasn't what she wanted. It wasn't the design she was looking for. It wasn't going to match. Do I say something and wait till we get home and try to do that or... If I don't say something, she's just going to turn around, waste all that gas, all that time, all that everything to go back down there and exchange it. And she's probably going to want to drag me down there. I'm already at the pissed off level of like. But at this point, you could sit in the car with the kids when she goes and exchanges. Well, no, this thing was like literally like six feet long. It was a big desk. There was no way she was going to lift it to get it back in there. So, uh, of course, I'm like, okay. I says, well, we can go in. We could just exchange it real quick, in and out. So we go in. Ikea will not do an exchange like that. You have to return the product, go back to the shelf, buy a new one, and stand in line and wait to get out again. No. Oh, yeah, dude. And guess what I did? Uh-huh. <laughs> Whip, meh, meh. Whip, and sheep. No. I was freaking miserable, dude. It was a, It was... How was your weekend? <laughs> it wasn't as entertaining as that. Me and you got to go shopping sometime. Well, we're going to have to. You'll see what it's like. We'll bring. Maybe we'll bring a recorder. We'll do, we'll do a live man on this. I, I am a miserable. <laughs> do you see this guy? I'm a miserable prick, dude. I will fully admit it. You got to do it during Christmas shopping season. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. You're going to love me at the mall. <laughs> yeah, that's when we do that. Uh, no, my, my weekend was uh, uh, nowhere, nowhere near that. Uh, uh, fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. I had the emotional miserableness of uh, 
letting my youngest daughter go to Rhode Island to oh. visit her boyfriend Ooh. and uh, his family, um, which that, was an experience. That's fun. That's not something that uh, you can emotionally prepare yourself for. You have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may be uh, forced to deal with something like this in, in uh, the next few years. Uh-huh. Um, because... Her boyfriend's same age as her, 16. Uh-huh. Uh, we know how 16-year-old boys are. Yep. Uh, so it was uh, a little nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got good parents, though. So. Well, that's nice. Uh, they're Trumpers. Oh, good for them. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, so, Like-minded uh, individuals. Right. Uh, why is the dog licking the desk? <laughs> I, think that's I, just, I looked down. I'm in the middle of the story here. I looked down, <laughs> and my dog... Had gotten into the studio and was licking the desk. I think there might have been some peanut butter left over. And, and <laughs> that's on your side. I know. Right? That's on my I, side. Like I said. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was nerve wracking. Uh, 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 now, mind you, we had we had the boy here. So you met him at before. Christmas time. Yeah, I met him before. All right. Good, good kid. Mm-hmm. I like him. Uh, he's a good guy. Uh, as, as parents, fantastic. I, I love him to death. Uh, He's got two sisters. Uh, met one of them a couple times now. A great kid. It's just still you're you're putting your little girl, mm-hmm. uh, my last born, mm-hmm. in in the hands of another. Yeah. Uh, so it's it, it was That's tough. It, it was rough, right? So we dropped her off Friday afternoon, uh, and then uh, Paulette went and, and grabbed her yesterday evening. Uh, so that that it was it was kind of a, a whisked weekend all blurred out because of that so now let me ask you this when you met him for the first are are you a gun owner not yet okay i've got to get it done before the uh, new hikes go into effect you do oh yeah yeah you do realize that you can always call me up for these uh, initial (laughs) initial meetings the initial because this is like okay so my daughter's seven okay so i'm i'm almost positive i have a long time to go before I have that first interlude. And I've already warned the old lady. I said, it's going to be intimidation. Mm-hmm. It's going to be ugly. I'm not even going to say a word the first time I meet one of the bear's boyfriends. It's just going to, you're going to hear this. <laughs> As you put the gun and on the And that right there is the sound of a Glock 40 <laughs> hitting the table. Yeah. That is exactly what the sound is. A little echoey I, because of the springs right. in the, in the and stand. I'm just, right. just, it's gonna, at that point, it's just going to be a stare down. Uh-huh. All right, boy, you feeling a little, you feeling froggy? You feeling froggy, just, buddy? You can call me dad. Yeah, yeah. Take, yeah. Take, take, take a try. Take a shot. It's going to be ugly. That's all. It's going to be ugly. It, well, it, it needs to be uncomfortable for them. Yeah. They need to understand. Because I know what it's like. I was a scummy little 16-year-old. That's what I mean. I know what it was like. Yeah. You know? I mean, you always have those discussions, you know, when we, when we, your, your first time and, you know, mm-hmm. about that time. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, you know. Well, and, I guess my Ikea was a walk in the park. You know, sending her to another <laughs> state and I told her, you, you know, uh, you don't come back for two of this. There better be a ring on that right. finger. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, but she, listen. She seems like a very responsible girl. She is She's an times. extremely responsible girl from from my standpoint of meeting well, her. Well, thank you. So, uh, you know, you guys done a fantastic job. Well, you know, your well, mother and I have, have worked on it, and then uh, I did Paulette has uh, mm-hmm. stepped up here when I have not been able to be here, and then sure. been that guiding light too. So that's good. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of you know what my kids have done. That's mm-hmm. still, I don't like sending them to. No. Uh, 
the beachfront town in Rhode yeah. Island and saying, have a nice weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Just thankfully it wasn't the summertime. Right. Oh, God. God bless you for handling that. So that's, <laughs> it was, I didn't have to worry so much about my older one because, you know, she's, she's had one boyfriend and he was an ass. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she dumped him real quick. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, it was. It was, I was, I was pleased. Yeah. Uh, and she's just worried about college and, and her sorority now. So I'm, she got her parties, you know, she, she gets her drink on, but you know, <laughs> goes to the parties. Listen, this bodes well to the double standard, uh, issues that have arisen through the annals of time. You know, if it was a dude and you were dropping him off at his girlfriend's house in Rhode Island, come on. I don't know because I don't want to be a granddad yet. Well, no, no, I don't, and that's understandable. No, I don't, I don't, need, I don't want to go shake his hand and say, go ahead, sell right. your wild no, oats, no, boy. And nobody, nobody does, but you would. What? Want to be a grandfather? No, no, but no. you tell him to go get it. Look, I mean, look, shh, dude, his mother's in the room. You tell him Shut to go up. get it. No, see? <laughs> but it, but it's, the it, double, boy. it is the double standard that's it is. been on for years, decades. We, it's been it's farther out of our control. Well, you know what? I, I, I raised my kids what I thought was a little bit different because I didn't raise them with that double standard. Mm-hmm. I said, listen, you're going you're gonna to do what you're going to do. You're going to get your drink on. You're going to get your freak on. Whatever you're going to do. All right. Do it smart. Uh-huh. You know, I don't, I don't care if you got one boyfriend, you got 10 boyfriends. I said the same thing to the boy, but I said girlfriends, not right, boyfriends at that say, point. Yeah. But if, you, if you're going to. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not, you know, no. to, mm-hmm. But if you're going to go and do things, be smart about it. Mm-hmm. So I tried to bring it up that way without uh, uh, giving them the idea that there was a double standard, even though they probably would be labeled if they chose one sure. way or the other. But driving away after after leaving the child. At the the location, the remote destination, mm-hmm. states away. It was it was a little heart don't sinking. You, well, don't you think though that if you were dropping off a dude as opposed to a girl, you know, a son as opposed to a daughter, it would <clears> be <throat> your travel back would be a little less stressful. I I, I don't Come know. Come on, <clears throat> really? You, I don't really? I don't know because I I have not been put in that situation. No, I'm I, now I know if you were put in that situation, what you would do? Right? Yeah. I would feel, I mean, I'd be all right with it, dude. You'd be giving high five saying, have a good time. Yeah, yep. We're going to find out what you think when we get back here. Don't go anywhere. DNR Radio will be right back. Sports radio host, producer, news anchor. A few of many, many more careers that the Connecticut School of Broadcasting can lead you to. Go CSB.com or 1-800-TV-RADIO to schedule your studio tour. With an on-hands approach and instructors being broadcast professionals themselves, you're guaranteed to get a first-class learning experience. Get your career in the broadcasting field started the right way. Sports radio host, producer, news anchor, the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Go CSB.com or 1-800-TV-RADIO to schedule your studio tour. There are thousands of podcasts in the world. And you chose this one? Why would you choose this one? <laughs> I don't know. This chair doesn't move. DNR Radio. <laughs> I am. We're back. DNR Radio. I'm Russ. That's Dark Side. We were talking about whether or not you would be comfortable letting your son or daughter head off to a weekend at their significant other's house. A weekend retreat. Uh, and they're still teenagers. Mm-hmm. So, uh... You know what? I'm going to pose this out to the listeners. Mm-hmm. I want, I want, uh, which by the way, the numbers are growing uh, rapidly. So yeah. that's, yeah. Uh, thank you to everybody who's joining the DNR Army. I appreciate that. Uh, 
But I want you to let us know what you think. Would you let your son or daughter go out for a weekend with their boyfriend or girlfriend away from home at somebody else's house? Uh, You can get a hold of us at dnrradio.net, radiodnr at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, throw throw your two cents into the mix here. I'd be cool with it. Maybe not so much with the bear, but with, with the boy. You I, draw I the accept, double standard. I accept, but I've never denied it. By the way, do you notice the echo's gone? I do. The echo's gone. I do. We had the speaker plugged in. We had the so. we had the studio speaker playing at the same time, so we had you know, it was a, almost like a Wolfman Jack echo. That's not, not the. You listen, we're here for fun. We're well, here compared for to ha-ha. episode one. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, miles apart, brother, miles <laughs> apart. I did throw that disclaimer on, by the way, it, it the other day on our uh, we sucked at Facebook the beginning. Page. Please listen to it. No, later it wasn't on. even that we sucked at the beginning, but we were like completely politically driven at the but. Given the times, you know, it was before the election, and that's what was enveloping our country. So, um, we were certainly more uh, more broadened since then. I mean, we we still talk politics. I mean, yeah. there's a bunch of things that we're going to talk about. Can't ignore the facts today. You know, uh, last week we were talking about uh, lethal and we were talking about death penalty. Yeah, how Connecticut is talking about bringing it back. Yeah, fifty yeah. cents for a bullet, which <laughs> was denied. Uh, uh, a, a death row inmate in uh, Alabama. He wanted to die by firing squad. Yeah, there's some, was it like Utah? There's a couple states that actually still give you an option. They give you an option, but then they can say whether or not it's cruel or unusual. Yeah. So this, this one guy down in uh, Alabama said, uh, there's been too much issues with the lethal injection where they're thinking that it doesn't cause uh, painlessness. Hmm. And that there's pain and suffering. Now I know from your and I, our standpoint is, I don't care. IDGAF, yeah, right? Yeah. I, you know, uh, uh, you're gonna you're gonna suffer. You're gonna suffer. Mm-hmm. But he's like, listen, all right, you're gonna kill me. That's cool. Uh, just put a bullet in my head. And they said, no. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna stick it with the needle and whatever it is, it is. So, uh, Justice uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, Sonia Sotomayor. Uh, said that the uh, lethal injection may turn out to be our most cruel experiment yet. Oh, please. In the search for a humane manner in which to carry out death penalties, right? So she was like, listen, all right, so he's going to die, he's going to die. She goes, but if you look at the history of executions, Mm -hmm. right, we have an evolving standard every so often, right? First it was hanging, Mm -hmm. right? Then they went to... uh, Firing squad. Then yeah. they went to uh, electrocution, mm-hmm. and now it's uh, lethal injection is the the common one, right? But uh, evolving standards have yielded a familiar cycle. States develop a method, which is generally accepted for a time. Science then reveals that unknown to previous generations, the state's chosen method of execution causes unconstitutional levels of suffering. Aww. A cruel oh, irony that the method that appears to be the most humane crap. may turn out to be our most cruel experiment yet. As long as the end results, and I'm not going to let you spin this back on me about the whole Sharia law crap. Listen, that was bunk last week. You, you but as long as the right uh, into no, I don't want to hear that crap. Listen, hold on, hold on. Look, as long I as I got the, a whole bag of safety pins here. I got some jumbo ones. I like the I like the gray one. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really go pick those up for me? No, I had you those. son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as the end result is the lack of a heartbeat, I don't care. I don't care about their their pain and suffering. The victim it just pisses me off that in today's day and age 
The criminals have more rights than the victims do, and that is wrong. Fundamentally, at the core, it is wrong. So they suffer a little bit. Do you really think their victims didn't suffer for the most part? They they are there for a reason, plain and simple. You know, but that's where we, as a society, have to have our societal norms, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We we have standards, we have rights, we have procedures mm-hmm. that you have to have rules in a, so, a civilized society uh-huh. in order for it to function yeah. appropriately. Uh-huh. I'm not buying it. I don't care. I'm not buying it. The eye for the eye mentality cannot stand. <sighs> But I, you cause them pain, therefore you must be in pain. Yes. Then we're no better than the people we're blocking from coming That's in here. That's bull crap. It's not. That we're just holding a different book. No. We're no, just no, holding no, no. a different book. Because the people that come in here, you steal something, you get your hands cut off. No. All right, so you're not as extreme no, as that. You're, you're, that's exactly what, what as far as you're, oh, you're into Sharia law. Well, no, week. you're no, the one that said that's eye not for the an way eye. it is. Right? Eye for an eye is eye for an eye. Listen, you rape somebody, you put somebody through that much mental and physical torture, guess what, buddy? Bend over, because here it comes. Well, they're getting it. Eye right? for so an they eye. Get theirs. Well, they might be getting theirs. Well, you, you know, know they're know. getting theirs. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe. I mean, we're, we're taxpayers are covering it, right? You sit there, okay, you kill somebody. Your pretty you little white ass will be to tore up die. in there. Huh? You said your pretty little white ass will be tore up so in listen, there. Listen, I'm nobody's bitch. You will. You'll be the spoonie. <laughs> uh-uh, dude, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm the pitcher. No. You'll be <laughs> catching. Bubba, make oh, sure you're the catcher. Please. Imagine, imagine me and you in a prison cell together. I would own you. <laughs> Kidding me? Boy, you got a pretty mouth. <laughs> you're freaking twisted. Well, you got a vag anyway, no, so it's a difference. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Dude, all I'm saying, though, is that if if you kill somebody, you die. There should be no gray area there. And for all I care, make it as painful and miserable as possible. But it can't. Right now. We're the Americans. You I can't don't care. Do that. No, you know what? We, and we've been walked on as Americans and looked at as a bunch of pussies for far too long. Right now... It, there's a there's a trial going on for that scumbag that threw his kid off of the port off the bridge down in Portland, Connecticut, into right. the river, into the Connecticut River. He said it was an accident. He said, "Oh, I dropped him. I was going there to kill myself, not him." What are you bringing him for? Leave him somewhere else. His well, it's whole a spectator sport. Oh, his whole case is such crap, and they keep showing him on the news crying. And I'm like, use your tears for lube, buddy. That's what you're going to need it for. Because of course, Connecticut, being the pansy state that it is, doesn't have a death sentence. So you're going to be sitting for the rest of your life in jail. That's well, what it's going to boil so, down to. On my the, dime. Where one of the uh, uh, Cheshire. Uh, he he wants of, a he wants a new trial. Yeah. No. No. Uh uh-uh. uh, save the taxpayers money. Fifty cents on for death a bullet. They pulled the death penalty off. Unbelievable. Him. He gets well, to live. It's unreal. So, you know, if you he should be put to as much punishment as possible. His sentence should be being tossed over that freaking bridge again. And if he gets fished out, still alive, round him back up to the top and throw him in again and do it until he's done. Plain and simple. Allah Akbar. Your, no, it is not Allah Akbar. Allah it is Akbar. not Sharia law. It is basically plain and simple. This is what is going to happen to you. This whole Sharia <laughs> law thing, by the way, you know, a, a, a woman gets caught cheating on her husband. She gets stoned to, stoned to death. That's not eye for an eye justice. That's bullcrap. That's unfair. That's uneven. That's yeah, not that's, what we're right. talking about. That's not. That's what, not what I'm talking about. about is that these people took it into their own hands 
to end somebody else's life, sometimes in an extraordinarily heinous manner. They didn't care enough about that person. Why should we care about them? Why? It doesn't make any sense. There's, there's no evenness. There's no fairness. This is crap, dude. This is flat out crap. Well, that's that's. So don't give me the Al Akbar Sharia law. You're a snowflake melting crap. That's. I'm kinda, just an American citizen, sick and tired of watching the victims be victimized again, even no, after death. It's, they're not victim. You can't. Right. I don't agree that they need to be victimized again. Uh huh. What? What? But there is a process. We have a constitution that we need to abide by. Mm-hmm. It's not driven by a Bible or, or a Torah or a Quran or Confucius. It's driven by the needs and the will of Show men. Show me in the Constitution where it says, when it comes to the death penalty, oh well, the this may be a little it, bit more. It goes cruel under than unusual. Goes under cruel and unusual oh, punishment. Please, we're gonna listen. We're falling on separate sides of the aisle on this. No, I'm, I, I'm for death penalty. Uh huh. You know, but I, I think they should peel people. They start see, at the toes and take the skin off. Peel them. Now, now we're back in the Middle Ages. No, we're not back in the Middle Ages. Now you want to put them in an Iron Maiden next? No, oh, that would be badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, dude. <laughs> yeah, we're on. We're on the same page, apparently. <laughs> Speaking of whiny snowflakes. Oh, for Christ's sake! Uh, Charles Schumer, our boy Chuck, there, teary-eyed Chuck, mm-hmm. uh, came out and said that uh, you know what? It doesn't matter. A couple of months, the entire Republican Party is going to dump on uh. Trump. Yeah, I don't think so. They're gonna just gonna leave him flat. Mm-hmm. So that's his prediction, right? Within three, four months, you're gonna see the whole lot of Republicans breaking ranks with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Schumer said that uh, most Republican lawmakers uh, aren't yet willing to publicly break from uh, the White House. Okay, but uh, privately, they're having some issues with his policies. This coming from a party that's crumbled. Oh yeah, they're completely okay. destroyed. So right? he's, you know, listen, he's got nothing. So uh, GOP leadership was dismissing uh, early signs of the uh, honeymoon gone awry. Mitch McConnell said that he's hasn't, just like me, not a fan of Trump tweeting everything that comes into his freaking brain. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, he supports what the administration's doing. Uh, congressional Republicans are voicing concerns about the administration's stance during Russia. Now, last week, that was a big story. Last week was the uh, Russian spy boat uh, 30 miles off of Groton spying on our submarines. 18 miles past where they needed to, you know. Right. So it's not the first time they were there. No. It's been like this forever. Biased media. Uh, So why is it now all of a sudden a big deal? Scare okay. tactics. Scare. So there's that. Then, if Trump was in bed with Russia to the point that it got him in the White House, then why is there such discourse between the White House and Moscow? Right. That's I'm not understanding. You can't turn around and one point say he's he's in bed with with uh, Ivan the Great, and then in the next point going that it's they hate each other. Mm-hmm. We're back to the Cold War. Yep. So I don't, I don't quite. What you, you know? They're throwing things against the wall and seeing what could stick. And then when they find something that may stick, and well, you know, you want to make it stick, use some of Chuck's tears. Use some because he <laughs> yeah, came out and and he blasted. Uh, he tried to blast the president for calling him out on it. Uh-huh. He's like, at my daughter's wedding, I can hardly contain it in. And when Willie escaped in Free Willie, 
I started to cry. Are you serious? He, he said, said that? that, right? That was a quote, actually, a direct quote he, he from even him. He confessed to getting emotional during the 1993 whale rescue movie, Free Willy, adding, when he escaped, I started... Really? I yeah. started to cry yeah. in a movie? I thought maybe because his panties were in a bunch. Listen, that actually, not to get off topic here, I get into it with some of the guys I work with about this, that subject in particular, crying at movies and tearful, you know... Tearful thing. Do you cry at movies? Uh, I've never bawled. Well, I'm not saying like like sobbing, but like you know, a tear streaming choked. Maybe, up. maybe maybe the welling had started. Oh, and then and then my testicles got involved and was like, "What's the matter with you? <laughs> your, your ball, your balls kind of took over and said, yeah, dude. It's, 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 dude, what's up with that? Well, do you kind of dried what, that up? Like yeah. I, I got this, uh, some of the guys I work with love them, you know, but we get into it over dumb topics occasionally. And one of like, I don't, I don't cry. I'm not an emotional kind of guy like that. And you know, one of the guys in particular tells me that I'm heartless. I have no heart. I have no soul. Because I don't cry. And he's actually gone to the extent of hopping on the computer and going to YouTube and pulling up uh, tear-jerking, heartfelt uh, clips and videos. Wait, I laugh at those. Trying to get me to crack well up emotion. and, and right. crack up emotion and stuff. And I'm like, no, dude. You know, he's gone and he's pulled up those videos of, like, the um, soldiers coming back, reuniting with their families, like the sneaky ones, okay. you know? Okay, see, 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 some of those... Some of those kind of kind of get you right in the feels. I and I listen. I, I like to watch that. I really truly. You're do. saying it's that you never needed moment. a windshield wiper on an eyeball for that. Never, never, not once. Not once. Not a single one. No, and it's when not a little because kid I don't starts, appreciate it. Start screaming, mommy! No, I love watching it. I really truly do. I I applaud them for their their service, and it is a heartfelt moment, and I appreciate every ounce of it. But no, I do, it doesn't get me to that. Okay, that. I got to pull up the Paula Abdul song. What Paula Abdul song? You're a cold-hearted Oh, snake. it's not. See, now you're going the same direction they are. <laughs> I didn't cry at Free Willy there, Chucky boy. I don't, oh, no, I, I'm not going to cry at Free Willy. He's talking about like, movies and stuff. Listen, as far as movies go, I think I might have shown a tear at Old Yeller. But other than that, I don't recall ever getting choked up or emotional at any kind of entertainment value. No movies, no TV shows. Not even when Bruce Willis won at Nakatomi Plaza? No. Oh, please tell me you didn't. Please tell me you didn't. In Die Hard, dude, you got choked up at Die Hard. Okay, okay, good. I was just, just going to get you another freaking snowflake award or something. <laughs> you know? Like, not even sports. It's nothing. I, I just don't. It doesn't. So I got this, like, I don't know. Am I emotionally wrecked? I have no idea what my problem is. You're just you're you're soulless. Mm -hmm. You have no soul. Apparently, that's ginger. the red. Because yeah. I'm a ginger. Ginger. I see. Now you're gonna start trolling me here now, let's, aren't you? Let's let's toughen this conversation <laughs> up a little bit. Yeah, troll. So we have uh, a new nominee for the National Security Advisor, mm -hmm. Army Lieutenant General H.R. McMaster. Just the name itself is like I'm a man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just just the name it's like is Iron like Iron Eagle. Yeah. That's Masters. Just, yeah. So Lieutenant General uh, retired. Uh, replacing the ousted Michael Flynn, who uh, may or may not have uh, colluded with uh, the Soviets. On, well, we call them the Soviets, but the Russians. Uh, and and uh, that was leaked out as well. Yeah. So Trump called McMaster a man of tremendous talent and tremendous experience uh, during one of his uh, Mar-a-Lago second or third vacation since yeah, he's been in office. Uh, so... 
and tapping McMaster, Trump has uh, turned to a widely respected and fiercely outspoken military strategist mm -hmm. who's recognized for his battlefield leadership both during the Persian Gulf and the Iraq Wars. So uh, the difference between McMaster's and other military men that Trump has put in charge is that McMaster has never spent time in the Pentagon or Washington. Mm -hmm. uh, he's been a field man, hmm. right? He's, he's always been out in the field. He, he prefers to be uh, amongst his men. Yeah. Uh, I think, I'm, see, I'm cool with it. I mean, this whole thing with Flynn, I think, was blown out of proportion a little bit. But um, well, you got the left who's screaming and crying about the collusion and this, that, the other thing. And it's like, wait a second. You have a person, Susan Rice, who lied to the American people, to everybody, lied to everybody, and Obama decided to try to promote her. Now, you have somebody that didn't technically do anything wrong. Everybody said he was basically doing his job. By communicating with them, he was basically doing his job. He was getting a head start doing his job. Um, but he wasn't necessarily forthcoming with Vice President Pence. And President Trump saw that and said, no, that's not how it works. I'm asking you to step down. You're, you're done. Mm -hmm. So you got a guy in office that seen something wasn't done properly, and he fired him. He didn't try promoting him. He fired him. You're gone. You're mm -hmm. done. You're being replaced. Everybody's blowing a gasket over it. The left is freaking well, out. They're not just blowing a gasket. They're blowing <laughs> a gasket over the fact that the, re the first replacement that Trump named, uh, Vice Admiral uh, Howard, mm -hmm. turned it down. Yeah, they're all like, oh, nobody wants to work with Trump. That's not the case. His own words. He spent over four, 30 or 40 years in the military. He wants to it be able to doesn't relax. doesn't want any more public service. Right. He's he wants done. to be able to go and enjoy time with his family. He's earned that right. He right. didn't come out and say, I don't want to work with Trump. The furthest thing he said that was on a negative was he didn't want to have complete, like, no control over who who's under him which I understand that, but even if he had control, even if Trump came back and said, yes, okay, fine, you have the entire, you have the golden wand, okay, right. pick right. whoever you want, he still was going to say no because he spent such a long time in service that he wanted to be able to, he wanted to be able to, uh, oh, my God. Oh, dude. my God. Hold on. Say, we got a side Come note Come in here, here for a second, boy. We got a side note there. What happened to you? So, uh, Isabella did something. What did Isabella do to you? She put the, she put the, It looks like makeup. Looks dude. like you got makeup on. Do you have makeup on? No. What yeah, is that? Makeup. Go wipe it off. Sorry, my kid came in with makeup all over his face. That was great. That's oh, fantastic. God. Uh, see what I get to deal with? Yeah. His sister does that to him all the time, too. So the snowflake doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> but I'm bumped. I see what you did there. Get out of here. What? Happened to his uh, he got makeup put on him. Sorry about that. So so the but, your five-year-old walks in here with big old rosy cheeks. Mm-hmm. And said that my stepdaughter did it to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dine out on that one for a while, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are older. He's outnumbered. He is. There's two girls up there doing that. She well, doesn't... you know, you got Zen up there. I, yeah, but he he's probably sitting there laughing because he, he knows at least it, it, me. It ain't on him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like I was saying, though, you got... Um, Here's here's a guy, Howard, that, that put 30, 40 years worth of service to the country. He said it himself. I, listen, I just I, I want to sit back and enjoy my time with my family. Even if Trump said, yes, you can have entire 
uh, run run with everything. You can have entire run of it. You know, he, the power is entirely yours. He still would have said no because he wants to spend time with his family. But right. the left takes it as something. They spin it into something their own agenda would enjoy, which is oh, he does doesn't want to work with Trump. It's not it's not what he said. I, I think McMaster's a stronger candidate anyway. Sure, and it just goes along with the type of cabinet that Trump has put together. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, McMaster, yeah. national security advisor, uh, the, the, the other great tidbit uh, coming out of the, the Trump cabinet this week, uh, Nikki Haley, uh, the U.N. ambassador to the U.N. Yes, the old South Carolina governor. Right. Mm-hmm. So she had her first uh, uh, Security Council meeting on yeah. uh, Middle East issues and uh, came out of that confused. <laughs> She was confused. So she came out and and she had a a press conference afterwards, which I, I watched the the recording of, and uh, she came out on fire, like absolutely on fire. Mm-hmm. So uh, I missed it. She uh, came out and said, you know, right off the bat, we will not repeat the mistake of Security Council Resolution twenty three thirty four, which is busting Israel's chops for building settlements. Right. Right. And instead, we will push for action on the real threats in the Middle East. Hmm. So she mentioned Hezbollah's illegal buildup of rockets in Lebanon, money and weapons Iran provides to terrorists, strategies for defeating ISIS, holding Syrian dictator Assad accountable for the slaughter of hundreds of thousands, right? She said the Security Council meeting for Middle East affairs did not touch on one of those items. All they did was blast Israel. Hmm. The entire meeting was blasting Israel. So uh, she said that the U.S. commitment to the two-state solution, uh, which was Palestine and Israel uh, coming to uh, some type of agreement where they're going to exist together, right? Uh, The U.S. is still in favor of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of time has passed since the Obama administration has taken an almost anti-Israel approach Right. And, and has gone the way of the U.N. Security Council. So now we have Nikki Haley in there who is bucking that trend. Hmm. So she she uh, came out and is like, Israel is our friend. Israel is one of our greatest allies. Uh, we are not going to do anything to damage the Israeli state. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we need to address Middle East problems that are terrorists, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, so uh, the U.N. Uh, may may soon realize that the U.S. is back in charge. Good, as it should be. That's We've been just, paying the money, so why not take charge? Well, I think we're one of the only countries that actually pays their dues yeah. on time. Yeah, might uh, as well take charge. So uh, the U.S. had sought <laughs> unsuccessfully uh, to get the Security Council to condemn a Palestinian terrorist attack, mm-hmm. uh, which a terrorist driver attempted to run over innocent Israelis and stab them. Huh. Uh, she said that the council's decision to block a statement of condemnation was shameful, uh, but she uh, will not give up. She's tenacious. She's a southern girl. Yeah, she's got oh, gumption. She's got, she's got balls. Yeah, good she's got her. a lot of gumption. So good for her. Uh, ah, good for her. Her her courage and and her strength, I think, is going to be a huge asset in making the UN relevant again. Yeah, which should be for the longest time. Uh, like Obama signed that a uh, small arms de- agreement with the UN, where we're 
the U.S. government's actually supposed to go and limit mm-hmm. handguns and access to guns and ammunition yeah. to the general populace in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Trump, we all know Trump is not in favor of that, so they're going to be uh, bucking that U.N. resolution as right. well. So uh, I'm, I'm in... F- I'm good with where we're going with with some of these picks. Yeah, I'm good with with the the direction yeah, that we're going. Finally, taking charge of of crap that we've been out of control of for such a long time. Now, I don't know if um, you got a chance to see the uh, video of the uh, British Prime Minister talking in in front of Parliament uh, the other day. No, I didn't. I'm talking about how you know, as much as you don't like Trump, you actually have to you have to you have to get on board here. Mm-hmm. He is their president. Uh, we have to we have to work with them, yeah. Uh, and and to to admonish him, uh, or to to ridicule him, yeah. is to ridicule sixty one million American citizens. Yeah, and he goes as a Which country. The, the I don't think that's populace. something that we can do. Right. We 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 shouldn't be up here standing on a platform admonishing the wishes of sixty one million citizens of a sovereign nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, which really just it, it blew my mind uh, that he would it would come out and, and say things like that. But uh, it's good to see that world leaders are, are recognizing and stepping up to the to the plate. Yeah, hey, you got to give him a chance. Everybody's like bashing him and finding every. Well, it's little only thing. been a month. But it, it has been a month. They I mean, want they want it so badly. I know. They want him to fail. So, I mean, come on. I know. L- listen, <clears throat> Russell yeah. Simmons the other day had a. He is not our president march in New York City. Mm-hmm. We are all Muslims. Oh, I saw that crap, yeah. He had everybody yeah. at the march start off with a Muslim prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, and they're, they're good with that. But Melania Trump starts off a, a rally with uh, the Lord's Prayer and, and daggers fly. Holy crap. You right, can't there's do an that. issue. Right, you can't do that. Yeah, it's just. Uh, it's, it's a double standard. That is the hypocrisy that is. That and is the and that is, right, uh, I mean. Not even ambiguous. It's right out there in the open. Yeah. Like she did this, they did this. This mm-hmm. is okay. This is not yeah. why. Hypocrisy. And and I can't get anybody to explain. I, I tried trolling, looking for an explanation. Nobody, nobody. You know, you've had a lot of success trolling the past <laughs> couple love of days, it, dude. I mean, you started uh, a huge fight. Was it on the Wall Street Journal? No, it was uh, New York Post. New York Post. Oh my god, it was unbelievable. That was the other thing I did all weekend. Oh, long people was just they would slam calling you racist. Yeah. I'm like, I've never said anything about race. And I was looking. I didn't see any the racist whole, comments The in whole there. article was, uh, just to backtrack, was about the it, 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 the New York Post put out some kind of an article about um, immigrants, illegal immigrants, are now fl- trying to flee America and, and cross the border into Canada. into Canada. Funny as hell. And I'm like, well, good. You know, take care. Have a good time. Uh, you know, the Prime Minister of Canada basically came out in his liberal fashion saying, oh, we welcome everybody. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. See you later. <laughs> Enjoy the cold. Top that fence. You're leaving in February? Good for you. That's <laughs> yeah. balls. But I, I posted something. It had nothing to do with race, uh, religion, none of that stuff. This is a matter of the whole immigration thing is so blown out of proportion. It is a matter of legal versus illegal. Crime illegal. versus non-criminal. And it's they all these leftist newspapers and, and posts are all say, keep using the word undocumented. Bullcrap. It's not undocumented. You're trying to ease the the harshness of calling them illegal. They're illegal. Okay, so come back is. legally. You're good, but the, so so I started posting about that, 
And I got it. I got bombarded from every angle, you did. calling me a racist, calling me this. Every one of them, I went back at and, and basically. You, did. uh, in you my didn't opinion, take anything sitting down, right? No, my in my opinion, I went back at every single one of them and and kind of shut them down a bit. But you're going to get those snowflakes that that feel so that social justice warrior vibe that they're not going to take it. They're going to keep going at you, and they did. They were they were going at me left, right, and center, but. There's 194 other countries in, again, I never said any country. I never labeled any people. I just said illegal immigrants. So it's the leftist racist mentality that automatically assume that I'm talking about uh, South American and Mexican. They don't, I said, wait a minute, there's 194 other countries than the United States. Right. I don't care if you're coming from Germany, Ireland, wherever. Uh, pick them. I don't. I don't care. Out of those other 194 countries, I don't care which one you're coming from. If you're here illegally, you shouldn't be here. Right. You should be gone. You want to come back? Do it the legal way. Get in line. Fill out the and forms. welcome home. Right. That's what it boils down to. You're spitting all these illegals, and and that's the thing. All these illegals are spitting in the face of the people that did it properly and did it legally and right. waited in line and cut the red tape and had to deal with all the bullcrap to 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 get here. Why should they have a shortcut? Right. Now, picture this. I, I liken it like this. You're standing in line for a movie, okay? And the movie theater has X amount of seats available. And you're standing in line legally. Beautiful. You're standing in line legally, okay? You're, you're waiting to buy your tickets to get into this movie. And then all of a sudden, a pack of people just come on, cut in line, go on into the theater, no and tickets. And the theater not only thanks them... Gives them the tickets for free. And gives them concessions. Here you go. You want some hot dogs? You want, want some, some popcorn? popcorn? Here's Here some hamburgers for you. You know, basically that's what's going on with illegal immigration. Uh, with, and it's been supported for the last eight plus years. So now we have a president that came in who said the same thing Obama said. We need to tighten up on immigration. We need to follow the laws. Obama said all the same things. He was applauded. Trump's being booed. Trump's being persecuted. Be and the difference is because Trump is actually taking action. Obama was just words to right. try to get it. So I, I've been trolling on the internet, and all these people are just coming back at me saying I have no heart and I have no soul and you know all the typical stuff I hear all the time about everything else anyway. But I'm like, you know what? Why aren't you posting your address? Why aren't you posting your bank account? Somebody came back and said, well, what good would that do? Well, I mean, if you want to, if you're willing feels, to open it up for the immigrants, yeah. illegal got, immigrants, yeah, how go. many you got living in your house? You know, how many of them, you know, you're going to give them access to your bank account so they can go buy some food and stuff. Well, undocumented does not mean illegal. It just means they have no documents. OK, it means illegal. So if uh, I go rob a bank, that's an undocumented withdrawal. If I, you know, if somebody goes. <laughs> Wait, in, I <laughs> What? An undocumented withdrawal. Yeah, listen, I, I told him, I posted all this stuff. I said, so if somebody goes I didn't miss, and, I missed that one. I like that. <laughs> I said, if somebody goes and rapes somebody, is that undocumented intercourse? I'm like, there's so many different, undocumented is just a pansy, politically correct statement. It's a politically correct word. Criminal immigrants. To cover up a crime. <clears throat> and, so, and and Trump's right now, he, he's got he's got ICE out there rounding up criminal Illegal. Yeah. I mean, not just every illegal immigrant's a criminal. Right. But he's going after the worst of the he's worst. He's going after the felonious type The ones of that have already been deported yeah. that uh, uh, keep sneaking in. Yeah. The ones that have uh, felony criminal records mm -hmm. uh, and they keep showing up on uh, law enforcement radar. Yeah. Rounding them up, getting rid of them. Yeah. And then he's going to work on the other one. So uh, the other ones are going like, well, we're next in line. Yeah. 
Let's start hopping that fence on the northern border. Good, and you should be scared because you're breaking the law. You're you're pissing in the face of everybody that came here legally, and that's what. And then the other day, I love it. They did a uh, national walkout. What was that? That whole yeah, a day without immigrants. A day without immigrants, where people people didn't show up to work, and then the next day in the news, they were. Fired. A lot of them got fired, and they're crying and whining. Why did I get fired? That's not I was fair. protesting. You're picking on me as yeah. an immigrant. No, jackass. No work. No, no pay. Get out. You don't want to show up for work. Leave. So one one group of uh, illegals, uh, or not even illegals, they were immigrants. Some of them were legal immigrants mm-hmm. <clears throat> who, who told their boss they weren't showing up. Yeah. And the boss was like, "There's no, there's a zero tolerance for no call, no show." Yeah. They didn't show up. He fired them. Good. So they were going to go to the labor board. But the boss had proven how previously he had acted the same way with other employees. He's got a zero tolerance in the employee manual. No call, no show, will result in termination. No job. They were terminated. So now they want their jobs back. No. Sorry. You're unreliable. I can't trust you. I got into another trolling war about this the other day, yesterday. And this lady, her, her whole post was, this is so unfair. Uh, you should be allowed to protest without fear of lo- losing your job. And I'm like, I didn't go at her right away. I, I stood back and, I, you know, I like to inform myself. I like to be informed. I don't want to just run headlong into a battle with no knowledge on a subject. <laughs> I'll, I'll investigate a little. So I'm reading through her posts. And, at one, and people are, like, attacking her. They're getting on her. And at one point, she says, I'm at work. I have to work right now. I don't have time for this. And that's that was where I got triggered. So I wrote, basically just wrote back real quick, oh, wait, wait a minute, you're at work? What, well, just tell your boss you're protesting. That way you don't have to worry about it, right? Yeah. Isn't that what you're saying? That's what you're saying. You use protesting as an excuse, and you don't have to work, and everything will be fine. And she comes back, you're a jerk, and all these other people are like, you just pointed it, out saying, the hypocrisy. Yeah, and all these other people are like, wow, he's dead spot on. Yeah. Basically, that's what you said, right? That's what you Pro- said. Just use protesting as an excuse, and you don't have to work. But hold on, I got to finish typing that after my boss leaves because he's right. going to come by, yeah. and I got to make it look like I'm it's, working. Yeah, so it's it's the ultimate like irony of of the situations. <laughs> the hypocrisy is just absolutely stunning. These people are so it's just ridiculous. So I'm you know it, it it's. It's been a good week Ugh. to be a Trump fan. Yeah. There's been, been a lot it's going been a on. It's been a good month to be a Trump fan. I don't care. There oh, we go. God, I just opened a can of worms, didn't uh, I? You're still on the whole tweet thing. He's You're got, still. Well, you know what? He's he's. We're not even going to get into the Sweden thing. Oh, that was another one. Right, because that wasn't even a tweet. That was a press conference. And that was taken out of context. And, and, uh, you're, well, yeah, but so was, all right. Well, then so was Milo Yiannopoulos. Okay. Well, Milo's a whole nother subject. Right. That's a little gross. Taken out of context. No, no, no. no. Because he said he was being sarcastic when he said it, right? No, no, no. But Trump didn't say he was being sarcastic. He just said, look what's going on in Sweden. Last night. He didn't say that. Yeah. Last night and every freaking night. Yeah, he but didn't say he did when not. When you have the ambassador to Sweden calling the White House going uh, WTF. He did not say that there was a terrorist attack. The liberal left media in their biased nature took the ball. Well, there was no terrorist attack. He's saying something happened last night. He's saying there was a well, terrorist attack. Look what attack. happened in Sweden last night. Yeah. How many rapes happen on a nightly basis in Sweden? Right, but how many of them don't make the national news? Because why do you think Sweden doesn't? They they don't want anybody to know how crime ridden they are because of their immigration problem. Right, they so. have forty three percent of their their uh, uh, population 
So it's, if he's receiving information in a detailed covert briefing or maybe he was just saying hey this happens every night people well you know you can't i don't you, see a problem you, you can't yeah i know and you I, can't, it's not because i'm sucking on the teat of you, the white you, house you, are. you can't so you can't just come out and and say sure something happened sure in can. another sovereign nation uh-huh. when you have nothing to base it on uh-huh. okay so we're going to talk about drunk driving let's say let's say we're going to talk about drunk driving just to go on and off shot here right drunk driving is a problem People die every day drunk driving. Do they not? Do they not die uh, do you, in the country? Do you, do you have numbers to I'm, back I'm, that I'm up? Going, yeah, you could do look you, it up on any – somewhere in the country, well, somebody right now is dying in a drunk driving. Same premise you could say about driving. Sweden, right? We can okay. look up numbers. Well, that's right? what he's yeah. saying. Look yeah. what happened last night in Sweden. He said, look what happened last night. So no. people are looking, no. No, no, and, no, no. and nothing was on the news that happened. It doesn't have to be on the – it doesn't have to because well, – well, <laughs> Nothing – According to the news, nothing happened. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, look what happened. Okay, so, so would look it what been, happened. Okay, they looked. Been better nothing if happened. He had said, "Look what happens every day in Sweden." Would that have been better? You, you could, but a lot of nice things happened out too. Out of here, Baxter! You're killing, killing me. No, every, he, he basically was summarizing the problem they have with immigration. And the left took it, and you took it, and I'm just, spun it I'm just completely saying, you know, different. Let's, let's call it like we see it. Well, right? we, he is calling it like he sees it. There's crime. Sweden is a crime-ridden it's den. It's not just Sweden. Then. You could just say, look what happens in Europe every night. Okay. Well, he probably, you know, yeah, that might have been could, okay. You know, pick your words. Once again, pick your words wisely. Uh-huh. He just pulls it out of his ass and flaps it out there and goes, <laughs> look what I said. Okay. <clears throat> I disagree. I of course disagree. you disagree. Oh, because I'm sucking on the tea to the White House? You got Cheeto all over your oh face. Oh, my God. That's not true. It, it, it's not true. It, uh, Everything he says, regardless of it's 100% factual or not, gets blown out of proportion because they are looking for a crack in the wall. No okay, pun intended. Well, you know what? <laughs> I will. I will. I got to give it to the uh, British Prime Minister who said yeah. Donald Trump will go down in history. As the most hated president oh my God. for following through on every one of his campaign promises. Okay. And what's wrong with that? He made promises. He's so following through. He's I, following I will, the laws, I will give it to Nigel on that one. Thank uh, you, Nigel. Oh, man. I'm buying you one of those I, snowflake I awards. Think yeah. I'm not. Think I'm not, dude. I agree with that. That'll be the best 12, 13 bucks I've ever spent. What the hell happened <sighs> to you? We, we were on board. We were, we were on cool. board. You just got to watch what he's saying. No, he, uh, you, 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 you can't. You just got to, oh, uh, God, you can't take what the left You know what? You know what, people? I want to know what you think. Let us know what you think. How do they do it there? Radio DNR at gmail.com, uh, dnrradio.net, Facebook, Twitter feed, uh, rustthesnowflake.com is a new website I'll be starting up sometime <laughs> this week. <laughs> and I'll put safety pins everywhere you sit. <laughs> You oh teat-sucking bastard. Listen, I can't believe you. I'm not on the teat of anybody. I'm For the teat-sucker, this I'm, is Russ. I'm Thanks for listening man. to I'm DNR not, Radio. I'm done with you. There. We'll catch you next week. Peace.